strong clubs, successful athletes, supported by Georgia Swimming. This is the Thank You Thursday podcast. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to the very first episode of our Thank You Thursday podcast. My name is Veronica Burchill, and I am your podcast host and also the social media director here at the Georgia Swimming LSC. We are so thrilled to get this started for you all since this Thank You Thursday podcast has been years in the making. To give you guys a brief background about the Thank You Thursday concept, it began back in 2019 when I first started as an intern, and with the help of our incredible board of directors and business manager, John Pepper, it has transformed into a video series that previewed back in spring of 2021, and obviously now it is a podcast. So we are just so excited to have another platform to share these unique stories and incredible experiences of those within our Georgia Swimming and USA Swimming community with you all. So without further ado, for our first interview, we sit down with Carl Krug, the head coach of Spartan Aquatic Club here in the state of Georgia. Hey, Carl. So great to have you on the call today. Um, How are you doing today? (laughs) Uh, Pretty good, Veronica. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for um, agreeing to be on today. We're so excited to talk to you and kind of get to know you more for, um, you know, for our Georgia LC listeners and anyone else uh, out there kind of tuning in. So, yeah, how's everything going? What's new with you and um, at, you know, at Spartan Aquatic Club and everything? Uh, things are going well. Um, as most people know in Georgia, uh, high school season just started. So kids are all excited and, and everything. Uh, it's new. Uh, New season, uh, I guess. Uh, so nothing too crazy. Um, but personally, I just had my first kid about six months ago, so that's exciting. Um, yeah. So congratulations. I know. Um, I, I know a couple of the board members and stuff. Definitely wish you congratulations. Like a couple months ago, obviously. But um, yeah, congratulations. How has that been? Uh, fatherhood and everything. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, uh, you know, obviously we, everyone's biased about their own kid and everything, but we, we got a good one. He sleeps seven to seven already. So my life, my wife loves that obviously. Um, yeah, so it's been, it's been fun. You know, the kids That's- love seeing him, uh, same as Maverick. So it's a good name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Steve actually knew my wife, uh, growing up in Michigan and everything. Uh, so okay. they have that connection and whatnot. So yeah, he's always, always asking about him and her. So that's always fun. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And I really like the name Maverick. It's a really good name. <laughs> yep, it's so, good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So every time um, we have a guest on here, I always like to start with just, you know, kind of tell us a little bit about your own personal swimming journey, you know, from, you know, the beginning, if you want to start there, whatever is relevant to you, kind of just tell us about how, you know, how that happened for you and where you are today and um, anything you, you know, feel is relevant. <laughs> We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. So from the start, uh, I'm from California. Uh, so you know, we're surrounded by water, you know, lakes and ocean and stuff like that. So my parents put me in learn to swim when I was like, I don't know, 18 months or two years, something like that. Uh, but I didn't start swimming competitively until I was 10, almost 11. Um, and in California, we don't have summer league like it is here in Georgia or just the South in general. Um, so there was it was a year round team. That was the only option uh, that we had. Um, and it took me a while, <laughs> you know, I was that awkwardly tall kid. So it, it literally took me a while to, to kind of get things moving. Um, 
you know, I didn't progress, you know, at, at the rate that you see some of these other kids progressing at. Uh, but I loved going, you know, I played every sport, you know, football, basketball, swimming, water polo. I played all those things. Um, mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I really took hold of swimming when I was like 15. That's when I really started to make a huge, huge jump. Uh, and that's when I took it more seriously um, and whatnot. And that's when I kind of quit other sports, obviously, just to focus fully on swimming. Um, and then going from there, uh, you know, I made junior nationals, stuff like that, leading into, you know, junior, senior year, and then made my way to Auburn uh you know all the way from california <laughs> uh you know at the time you know auburn was you know the best program in the country um and everything for sprinting and just just stuff in general uh so moved there uh stayed there for uh since 2008 to you know almost 2013 then i moved to atlanta uh to continue swimming uh for chris davis and uh swam for three or four years and then yeah retired and started this so awesome so could you tell us a little bit about those three to four years it was that that was after college correct yeah that was after college after i graduated and everything wow um, yeah i'd love to hear a little bit more about that time in your yes. life <laughs> so you know i had multiple options you know where i wanted to continue training you know for the the next cycle and stuff uh but uh, that's when my, me and my wife, uh, we were dating and she had two more years of school, uh, two and a half, uh, you know, with an internship and everything. So she obviously wanted me to stay close. I wanted that too. Uh, so, you know, obviously Atlanta's close, you know, it's a two hour drive. Uh, so, you know, it's close enough to where I could still see her, you know, for swim meets and, and stuff like that. Uh, cause she's a swimmer too. So she was cool. in Auburn and whatnot. Um, and did that for two and a half years and she got a job here in Atlanta and uh you know I was still swimming obviously and mm -hmm. yeah, I swam for Chris Davis you know uh you know Pan American Games World Championships and and stuff like that uh and it was a really really good ride uh, I learned a lot um but I knew when it was time to hang it up so mm -hmm. well you know I I find it interesting to kind of hear about that just because like you know like I personally was, um, like a professional athlete for only really a year, but, um, yeah, no, I actually didn't know that about you. So that's really cool to listen to and, um, hear about. Um, so what did you, I would love to hear a little bit more about the trips that you went on, if that's okay. Um, you know, like world championships, what was that like? Pan, you said Pan Ams. Yeah. Pan Ams in the world championships is one of those doubles that we did. Oh. Um, so I represent Canada. Uh, mm -hmm. so we did the double where we went to Pan American games and then, you know, two, three week layover going into world championships in, uh, Russia. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Um, Pan American games was, was a lot of fun, uh, cause that was a home games for us. You know, that was in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was a lot of fun and, um, Russia, uh, this is the first time I've ever been there. <laughs> so that was interesting. Uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, obviously they, they take a lot of pride in their sports and everything. Uh, the pool was built into, you know, a major soccer arena. So kind of like Olympic trials, but just, just the next step, you know, a huge arena, um, and everything. And that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just to see another country, you know, see other people, um, you know, obviously some with, you know, some of your best friends, you know, from other teams and everything was really, really cool. Um, and then, um, 
from there, you know, obviously I had short course worlds, you know, that following winter. Uh, but yeah. I, I retired at that point. Um, you know, I made, I made that decision just, you know, I'm going to focus solely on, you know, building this club team and, and just go from there. So did you, uh, so did you start your, the club, like building the club team and like coaching before you were retired then? I tried to, I tried to do it both, you know, at the same oh. time, the club team at that point was 30 kids. So it was really, really manageable, uh, yeah. because we started after the Olympics in 2016, uh, gotcha. you know, but, uh, I made short course worlds going into the winter for that. And I was just like, yeah, I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> you know, just so much going on, uh, and everything personally, you know, professionally and stuff. So it was just the best time. And, yeah. you know, I, I was happy with that. I was, you know, I've had a good career, you know, I'm going to, call quits, you know, and pass my knowledge and, you know, my passion and competitiveness to the next, next generation and everything. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, kind of talk, you know, with that transition and everything, how was that transition for you? Like, I mean, cause I think that from, from some other people that I've talked to, you know, they find it to be kind of an, not easier transition, but just like a little bit smoother going into coaching because you're still like within the sport and stuff and you're maybe not missing it as much as if you go into another career. So I'd love to hear about that a little bit more. Yeah, it was it was really smooth because I think just because I was still young, um, you know, I wasn't a 40 year old coach trying to, you know, trying to get started or anything. I was still in my uh, 20s. Uh, you know, I was 28, I think. Yeah, 27, I think. So I was still young. Um, you know, and still had that huge passion, uh, you know, that deep competitive fire. Uh, so yeah. it made it really, really easy, um, you know, especially just to come to work every single day. Um, you know, it, it made it easy. And um, yeah, it was just you know, crazy how it just, how it kind of took off from there. Um, you know, some really good success and everything. Uh, you know, and it's something like, so my wife is the aquatics director and here at Greater Atlanta Christian. So, you know, we work hand in hand. It works really, really well. Um, so we built it together. Uh, so. Cool. That's, that's, that's an awesome story. I love hearing about that. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, did you, I guess because of, you know, the transition from professional swimming then to coaching and everything like that, you know, when you think about was it, was your plan always to swim after college and then coach or did you have other things in mind or the, anyway, I'd love to hear about that. <laughs> uh, I didn't really think about coaching um, until probably my senior year at Auburn. Uh, you uh -huh. know, that's when I really started things. That's when I started, you know, obviously seniors on a college can take a, a big leadership role and, you know, kind of mentoring and everything. And that's kind of when it really took hold with me uh, was during my senior season. Uh, so that, that's kind of when I really started thinking, oh, I want to do my, you know, I want to coach, um, you know. And at that time, obviously, I was still swimming. Um, so I didn't know when until, you know, after 2016, I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's time to just focus solely on on coaching now um, and, and whatnot. So, yeah, it was kind of, you know, that senior season, you know, just – taking that leadership role and just mentoring more that really led me to, this is what I want to do. Uh, before then I wanted to, you know, do real estate. Um, you know, mm -hmm. cause that's what my, my parents do. Uh, you know, they have a big real estate business in California and that's kind of what I wanted to do. But then I was like, Oh, you know what? 
<laughs> I rode in the car with mom and dad all the time to, to showings and stuff, you know, it doesn't have the same passion that coaching does. Uh, yeah. that, that's kind of what solidified it, you know, just that senior season, uh, you know, just helping out, you know, the freshmen, the sophomores at Auburn um, and everything. Yeah, I think that it's, I mean, especially, you know, like I, I only graduated about a year ago now anyway. So, you know, it's still kind of fresh in my mind. I remember being a senior and just, you know, um, it, no, you, you take on such a big leadership leadership role. And I mean, you're, you're kind of like that guide for those new swimmers. And so um, definitely understand, you know, why that would kind of, you know, spark some interest in coaching and everything like that. I know that um, coaching is definitely something that, you know, I'm, I'm personally not, um, I'm personally not doing, but I'm not ever going to rule it out because, you know, it's just like, I think that that's an amazing thing to pass on to future generations and everything. So, um, I think for some people that, you know, maybe don't know a lot about the Spartan Aquatic Club, you know, how, so when you, when you kind of went all in on coaching, um, how, how was that building process over the years? And, um, can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so we're, we're based at a Greater Atlanta Christian School, so it's a private Christian school just outside of Atlanta. Um, and the process was, you know, just to build. My vision was always to, you know, take a college type program uh, and bring it to the high school and age group level. Um, you know, that's what I fully believe in, because obviously that's where people swim their fastest, um, you know, unless you're profession a professional athlete, obviously. Um, but, you know, majority of swimmers swim their fastest in college. Um, and so that just makes sense, uh, for a model like that. Um, you know, so we're, we're, you know, out of the box thinkers and everything, and we're not your normal club team. Um, you know, and that's obviously not a bad thing. And that's not me knocking on other programs or anything. We just do things differently. Um, yeah. you know, a good, a good coach that actually recruited me, uh, Greg Meehan, you know, at that time he was university of Pacific, you know, now he's obviously at Stanford, you know, he said it the best way. There's a there's a million ways to coach and I'm just doing one of them. Uh, and I, I believe that every single day. And uh, yeah, we just literally, I envisioned it, you know, from the college level down, just bringing it down for high school level. Um, you know, so we offer, you know, all those types of amenities that you would have at a college program, you know, more. So. so no, that's awesome. So what do you think, um, kind of, if you could go into detail about that, just a tiny bit, not, you know, sharing all the things that you do completely, right. but, um, what are like, what's maybe one element that, um, you think is a key component to like training, like college, I guess. Um, or like a, maybe an attitude. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The simplest way I could probably say it is, uh, you know, racing, we race a lot. Um, you know, the, my vision has always been, you know, we're training to race, you know, we're, we're not training to train. Uh, so that's what I fully believe. And that's what we bring every day to practice, um, and everything. And, you know, we really hit heavily on, on those days. Cause we can really tell with our swimmers, especially the high school level when they're just bogged down, you know, from just lots of study sessions and stuff like that. So we know, you know, right around finals and, you know, big testing periods, like, okay, yeah, we need to kind of just take everything down a couple steps, you know, let, let the kids, you know, just kind of, you know, blow off some steam, uh, you know, and that really became apparent, you know, after our first or second year, because you could just tell like, man, like these kids today, 
And then you, you look at the calendar. So obviously we're not their, their teachers or anything. We don't know what's going on every single day. And obviously every school district is different, but you could just tell like right around the same time period that, yep, they've got finals this week. You can just tell they're, they're practicing, you know, at a lower level um, just because they've been putting out so much more effort in, in the classroom, hopefully, uh, you know, studying later, do just doing more. Uh, so we, you know, take some time to, Hey, let's play some water polo today. You know, let, let's not make it about grinding out today. You know, let's make sure you come back tomorrow fresh uh, and everything. So we're not afraid to do that um, and whatnot. So. No, I like that. I think that's a really important mentality to have. And um, yeah. it's definitely, I mean, definitely. I think that, like you said, there's a, or like Greg said, I guess um, there's a million you know ways to coach and stuff like that. And so um that's something that I personally have not heard about, um, you know, as often. And so I think that's awesome. And clearly the guys have had a lot of success this year. And um, I know you guys did an interview, you know, with the athlete reps earlier this year and stuff. And, um, but I don't know, if I, I, and I know you kind of talked about it in there. We haven't released it yet, but um, right. if you could kind of go into, you know, your thoughts about this year and how, you know, what steps they, you know, that were maybe crucial to, you know, making those results happen. Um, I think that, you know, there to, you know, to, to break a national age group record is one thing, but then to break like four or five or however many you guys did is really incredible. Yeah. So I guess that kind of, uh, started because on my club team, we did the same thing. I think we broke three, uh, at that time. and it was kind of the same process that we had here. Very goal oriented. My dad was a very high level basketball player. Um, so he had that, you know, same mentality, like goal oriented, you gotta have goals. Uh, you know, so it was me and my buddies, you know, in high school, like, oh yeah, we can definitely do this. You know, my dad had spreadsheets like, hey, if you go this time, you can get this. You know, it was all planned. And, you know, every single day we, we went after it. Um, and so when I was looking at all those records, I'm like, guys, you can, you can do this. And it's, I viewed it as my job for me to make it known that I believe in them before they do, um, you know, and don't think it's going to happen by accident. Um, so that's, that's what I fully believed in. And it was, it was actually a plan for like 18 months, uh, you know, ever since, uh, you know, March of 2020, when, you know, shutdown started happening, you know, it gave me, and the staff a whole lot of time, you know, when we were having our Zoom meetings and stuff like that to go over, hey, what, what can we do? Okay, how can we as a staff get better? How can we make SPAC better, you know, during this, you know, six week, eight week layoff, uh, you know, that we had. And so it made us really, really plan out, you know, not only from when our first day back was, but from there forward, um, you know, I think 99% of coaches would actually say, they changed the way they trained and they trained their athletes coming out of COVID. Uh, you know, so it just kind of all came together, you know, and just from that planning, planning period. But yeah, it was, it was 18 months in the works. And, you know, I think just us as a staff preaching to the kids daily, you can do this, just building that confidence, uh, you know, just, you know, made them believe in themselves. You know, I'm a big believer in, you know, positive affirmation and everything, you know, see it, believe it, and then achieve it. You know, if you don't do those three steps, you're, you're not going to get to your goals. You're not going to achieve, you know, great results. Um, and that's something that I didn't do really well as an athlete. Um, you know, I, I could have done a whole lot better. 
Um, you know, so that's something I think that separates me, you know, from other, you know, other coaches, you know, uh, you know, taking my personal failures and, you know, telling the kids, yeah, guys, this is, this is why I didn't reach, you know, the Olympics. This is why I didn't do, you know, I, I wish I could go back 10 years and redo this, this way. Um, so it's really opened my eyes and really allowed me to push forward with them and, and for them to learn from my mistakes. Obviously that's what coaches are supposed to do. Um, and, you know, obviously parents, you know, obviously I'm learning that now, <laughs> um, but you know, that's what my dad preached to me about. Hey, I want you to learn from my mistakes. You know, I want you to be a better person than I was, you know? So that's what I tell my kids. I want you to be faster than me. Um, so it's always a joke, you know, until you're faster than me, I know more than you, uh, you know, so, um, but, but yeah, it, it's, it's fun. And, you know, like I said before, it was 18 months in the planning, like guys, you can do this. Yeah, maybe not tomorrow, but you can do it by next season. You can do this next year uh, and just making them believe every single day. Uh, that's how they got there. Mm -hmm. I think that that kind of mentality goes hand in hand with the racing and stuff and like that, because obviously what you guys, what you guys have been doing has, you know, been successful lately and everything um, obviously it takes, you know, a little while to get there, but you're seeing these results. And I think that's awesome. And obviously all the stuff that you have been talking about goes hand in hand with one another. And, you know, it, it makes up this, you know, crazy amount of national age group records, which is awesome. And um, I know from like personal experience, you know, like when I was in high school and stuff, like, I mean, the, the fact that like, my coaches and stuff because I had a similar kind of upbringing in a way um with multiple national age group records and stuff like that um with my team Carmel you know in, in high school and I mean like you can't undervalue the coaches you know role in consistently telling you know your swimmers what they can do and I think that that's amazing um you know, kind of shifting a little bit gears here a little bit. Do you think that, you know, kind of with your mentality, cause you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like your coaching philosophy and, um, you know, overall, um, thought process, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. So the way we kind of do it is, um, you know, 1% better every day. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, not only that, you know, I, I really tell our kids that guys, you can get better every single day, even if you have the worst practice ever, you know, it, but it's your job, you know, to be accountable and, and do the little things correctly. Cause it doesn't take speed to work on good streamlines. It doesn't take, you know, the best, best average set or the best threshold set to, you know, to have good turns, you know, it, it, it just takes, you know, a little bit of effort, little extra effort to do that without being lazy. Um, you know, we had one kid yesterday struggling on, you know, you know, some 200 pace stuff. I pulled him out of the water. I'm like, hey, <laughs> if it's one of those days, you know, you can still get better streamlines, breakouts and turns without having to exert all this energy that you may not have. Yeah. Uh, you know, so and that's what we tell all of our kids. Yeah, guys, <laughs> the body doesn't know Monday through Saturday, you know, when we train. Uh, it doesn't yeah. know when recovery days are going to be. It's the body knows when it needs to rest and it actually forces itself to rest. Um, you know, so I'm a big heart rate variability guy, you know, sympathetic, parasympathetic, all that stuff, you know, and I, we could really tell, you know, where some kids are based off. Yeah. They look like they're trying, but they're not going anywhere. And it's time to take a step back. Hey, let's do some video work over here. Or let's, let's, Hey, go hit the showers for 10 minutes, go cool off, you know, blow off some steam and then come back and let's see if we can do a little bit better. 
Um, but we're, we're, we've been really good as a staff to really pinpoint those, you know, to allow the kid to get better. Um, cause like I said before, you know, uh, it doesn't take, you know, seven days a week of just hitting those practices hard. And it's gotta be this amazing practice to get better because, you know, it's impossible to, to perform the best every single practice. It's impossible. Um, you know, but those days, but it's not your best day. If you do well on the details, you're going to get better. You're going to, you're going to have one up on your competition. Um, you know, and that's what I, I stress to the kids. Like, hey, you got to be better than the person next to you. That doesn't mean necessarily time-wise, but be better at the details. If you want to win that race, or if you want to get that trial cut or that juniors cut or that first sectionals or make your first mm-hmm. cut, um, you know, that, that's what it takes. And, you know, it takes, you know, that sacrifice to do the hard things because not everyone wants to do six to eight kicks off every single wall, but guess what? If you can do six here, you can definitely do four to meet. Um, so. Yeah. No, that's so important. And I think that, um, I think from, you know, like from a kid's perspective, it's like, oh, well, it, it's hard to work on the little details, especially when you're hurting. And so, no, I think that that's great. And, you know, finding different um, ways to get better, even if you're having an off day is wonderful. Um, so, kind of just shifting gears a little bit. Um, so kind of as a coach and everything, you know, who are your biggest inspirations and people that have, you know, not only helped you as a coach, but as a person kind of like get to, you know, this place in your career where, you know, you're, you're having this success and, and you, you know, people that you've learned from along the way. (laughs) Uh, I mean, obviously my dad was a huge portion of that just because he, he taught me the value of competitiveness, uh, you know, just being competitive in everything you do. Um, uh, what was it? It's like three or four years ago. Uh, one of our senior boys had a birthday party of a go-kart track, you know, right up, uh, North Atlanta and Uh yeah, I beat everybody. You know, I'm that competitive. Like I was smoking kids, you know, I was running them off the road. Um, you know, that's just how, how much I value competition. My dad really taught me that. Uh, it doesn't matter what it what it is you need to compete uh you know if you want to be not only the best but your best um so i would say my dad uh then obviously my coaches obviously uh, you know my club coach chuck riggs huge huge um you know cornerstone you know in my life um athletes i i, I mean not, not really too many, uh, you know, just because, uh, you know, there were competitors and everything, uh, you know, Bruno Frata said the same thing. Like, I don't idolize, you know, my competition or anything like that. Obviously, you know, people say, you know, Michael Jordan, stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah. but athletes, I mean, and none really is just those personal figures uh, mm-hmm. are the biggest drivers uh, for me. So, so, uh, you mentioned athletes and I'm going to go a different direction with that. You know, when you are coaching your athletes, are there things over the years that you have learned from them that, you know, have made you a better coach? Yeah. So, um, probably, uh, the most that I've learned from the kids in general on how to be a better coach, cause I've, I've changed the way I've coached ever since COVID. I really, cause I've always kind of toyed with the idea. Like, I, I think people are doing too much, uh, you know, but I think just like everyone else, we were scared to, to really try it out for a whole season or a whole year. Yeah. But uh, what I've learned from the kids, like when we got back, I mean, they needed that rest. Um, 
but going into not only just resting more and, you know, just capitalizing on just being better in practice, not necessarily doing more, but just being better at what you do is, you know, the, the art of just having fun. Um, you know, uh, some of our boys, you know, they came from summer league, you know, before they came to us, literally, that's all they did was summer league. You know, I always, you know, <laughs> just didn't enjoy how much they wanted to play games and stuff, you know, like sharks and minnows and stuff. Yeah. Like level. It's not, you know, to me, that was like, really? Like, that's what you guys <laughs> want to do instead of get out early. They wanted to play games and stuff. And it really showed me like, that's when you really not only become more competitive, but that really shows, you know, how you can get better. Um, you know, just like these different little things, uh, whether it's, you know, how you move through the water and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, so we've really valued that more of like, just, Hey, take a step back with the kids, you know, play some games and, and, and stuff like that, because then they're going to, they're going to be more mentally fresh. They're going to be more mentally, you know, there to be, be better. Uh, so if, if anything, you know, of how I've become a better coach over the last couple of years is to allow the kids, you know, to be kids, you know, they're not robots, they're not professional athletes, they're not even college kids yet, you know, allow them to be high school kids, um, you know, everything, and especially COVID literally, uh, you know, just magnified that, you know, like, okay, these are areas that not only me, but our staff, but I think everyone in general uh, can learn from is, okay, kids need more rest, they, they need more of this, because obviously so many kids, it was all over swim, swam, not only our kids, but other kids in general, just how they were blowing up, you know, after, you know, sitting in their houses for two, three, four months, uh, some even longer, you know, so that old, uh, that old adage, if you miss, you know, two or three days here, it takes twice as long to get back into shape, you know, obviously that was, you know, thrown out the window, um, you know, yeah. so if that was the case, you know, it would have taken most of us two years to get back to where we were, but obviously that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, you know, well, so yeah. so resilient like across the country so yeah they're very yeah they're very pliable you know you you can push them to the breaking point but they're not going to break um but you before you break them physically you can break them much faster mentally you know and that's what we you know mental health is a huge thing for us like hey yeah. if we see a kid like struggling for a couple of days in a row it's like hey let's pull them out what, okay what's going on all right you need mm -hmm. to pack it up go home you need to you know take some time to yourself uh, before you can come back. It's not about just swim, 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 you know, take care of yourself first. Uh, you know, so we really learned a lot about that as well. You know, how, how can we do better for, for the kids mentally? How can we help their confidence? How can we keep them, you know, engaged at a, you know, um, at a better, um, rate or whatever. I know that a lot of coaches and maybe still some say this today, I'm sure there are coaches out there, which is not a bad thing, but you know, like the whole check your baggage at the door, at the door thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's, you know, very valuable to a certain extent. Cause I mean, you want to try and like leave everything out there and just focus on practice, but you know, at the end of the day, like sometimes summers can't do that. So yeah, mm -hmm. mental health is definitely important. And it's good to hear that, you know, you guys are taking steps to, um, make that a priority and, and, really like look out for signs of, you know, kids that are having a hard time. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, there's those kids like they can literally turn their brain off, um, but, you know, <laughs> very far and few between, you know, there's, there's more kids like need to be coached and, uh, you know, just guided more on how to try to 
do that or you know do a better job of uh you know yeah like you said checking your bag at the door leave it all out there uh you know when you're here you're here to swim but that that's not the case um you, you know so we're doing the best that we can um you know there's a lot of services out there now that are doing a really good job uh, of you know bridging that gap from coach to athlete that's and how to help you know obviously parents can get more involved you know with you know internet-based services you know zoom has really opened that up for a lot of kids and families you know to get help without having to go into a doctor's office or you know or anything like that um, mm -hmm. so. yeah definitely so i wanted to ask you know do you get a lot of uh you talked about summer league kids that come in is uh, you guys get a lot of summer league kids that come in and um just kind of go right into the program yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of them are summer league, uh, you know, and we've kind of um, a lot of high school kids, too. But, you know, they just kind of swim, you know, uh, like our second senior group, uh, you know, is a lot of just they just do high school and that's it. But they've grown into more year round swimmers now, um, which is nice to see. Obviously, mm -hmm. the sport grow um as much as it can obviously we're competing more highly with lacrosse soccer um tennis i mean tennis is blowing up in georgia now um you know but it, it's good to see those those 9 10 11th graders you know really take hold into more year-round swimming um but you know we we preach you know hey if you have interest in another sport please do it um you know we don't want to hold you guys to swimming 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 you know because obviously yeah. I want the best for the kid, you know, if he's destined to be the next great tennis player, if she's destined to be the next great, you know, uh, orchestra person, you know, please, <laughs> yeah. please pursue those other uh, hobbies and, and sports or things to do outside of the pool, um, you know, until you really know, okay, swimming is my thing. Um, you know, mm -hmm. Caleb Russell, perfect example, you know, I remember when he was in high school and we were racing each other, dude would be playing football 10 minutes before the 53 final. Um, you know, just did other sports and obviously look at him now I and mean, just the, the longevity of it, um, yeah. sustained such a high level, you know, at, you know, for so long now, obviously he's been out of college for a couple of years, but he's going to continue going on for the next decade. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, you know yeah, we'll see how long he goes. Pull, yeah. Maybe he'll pull a Brent Hayden, you know, so until he's 40, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but don't, don't take that away from the kids if they want to do something else. Uh, you know, so we believe fully in that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's important because, you know, there's, uh, I, I think a lot of people, at least like from my class, I know, you know, stop doing sports a lot earlier or doing other sports a lot earlier and kind of just solely focus on swimming. And that's not to say that that's a bad thing because you know what, if you want to do that, then go all in and do it. But I think that sometimes it does, you know, put a lot of pressure on that one sport. And so, you know, like, if you're not, you may be seeing the results that you want. It's a little harder to stay in it. And so, um, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, like my sister, she, um, played soccer up until high school and then decided to, you know, focus on swimming. And so anyway, all that to say is, you know, I definitely think that focusing, you know, not just on swimming, but other aspects of your life that joy is really good. And, um, yeah, definitely. If you, and then if, you know, a person goes to college and they want to focus on swimming, then that's awesome. And yep. probably. I'm in the sport longer, maybe a little bit, but you know, everyone's yeah. different. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole goal is, you know, to keep them involved longer if you can, uh, you know, just cause it, it's good for the sport. Uh, you know, one of our best kids, you know, he played water polo, 
uh, you know, the entire time and swam. So, you know, we worked it out to where he swam with us four days a week and he played water polo the other two, uh, mm -hmm. you know, worked hand in hand. He's playing both sports in college now. He's playing polo and he's swimming, uh, you know, so there's more kids out there like that that can benefit from doing more than just swimming. Definitely. Uh, develops a full athlete. You know, that's what we build in our dry land program and our weight program. It's, we're not trying to make you, you know, bodybuilders or, you know, just specifically better swimmers. We're here to make you better athletes, you know, just stronger, you know, because it's, it's not good to just fully train, swim, 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 and try to do swim specific exercises or anything like that. It's literally just become better, become more athletic, become stronger, you know, become faster because then that's going to transfer to your sport a whole lot better than just trying to train swimming 24 seven. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so as we're kind of, you know, wrapping up things a little bit, I'd love to um, just talk a little bit about, you know, what, what you like to do outside of coaching. And obviously I know your, your kid is probably taking up a lot of that time right now, but um, yeah. Do you have any like passions outside of, you know, coaching that, you know, you're, you particularly focus on or anything like that? Uh, yeah, we, we like to, uh, you know, as a family, we're big outdoors people, you know, biking, mountain biking. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a big off-roader, <laughs> uh, you know, and um, camping, stuff like that. You know, I do a lot of backpacking trips, you know, like through Canada and uh, North America and everything. Um, yeah, going to the beach stuff like that is, is always good. I'm a, I'm a big time, you know, barbecue guy. So, you know, <laughs> multiple smokers and, you know, making brisket and ribs and, you know, pull, you know, just stuff like that, uh, you know, are some of my passions, uh, you know, besides, uh, you know, obviously swimming, you yeah. know, and, uh, yeah, just stuff like that. Um, you know, those are my passions outside of the pool. Um, you know, just things like that, just to have fun, uh, you know, don't bring work home, stuff like that. So, and uh, obviously those, those passions will change, you know, as our kid gets older, gets into sports or, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's my, my wife loves to go to the beach. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so <laughs> try to take as much advantage of that as we can, because you know, she's from Michigan um, mm -hmm. and everything. So. Yeah. Um, so what I was going to ask is um, I'm sure you've gotten this question maybe a time or two, but um, like, do you want your kid to maybe swim or do you, that, uh, I mean, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. You should ask, uh, you should ask our kids here. And the answer you'll get is no, he's going to play football. Uh, Cause that's <laughs> what I would say. Uh, yeah. Again, you know, whatever he's happy doing, yeah. uh, you know, do I want him to, to swim? Obviously, yeah, to learn how to swim, you know, just because <laughs> it, it's life skill, especially mm -hmm. here in Georgia, you know, you hear about people, you know, dying at lakes and, and stuff like that all the time, especially Lake Lanier, you know, it's, it is dangerous, um, you know, people drowning at the beach and everything, you know, it is a life skill. So he will definitely learn how to swim, whether or not mm -hmm. he wants to do that, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I will definitely push him to do other sports, you know, like I did, you know, play five, six, seven different sports, um, you know, red dirt bikes, like I did, you know, just stuff like that. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so will he be a swimmer? I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Steve would love to see him swim. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's only time, will <laughs> only time will tell, you know, I think he's the next great quarterback, but that's my opinion. Um, <laughs> 
So, but yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Well, thank you so much for being on today. We really appreciate it. Um, we, you know, started this series to thank people within our LSC that are doing incredible things. And um, I'm glad that we've continued to do it because, you know, I continue to have great conversations and learn a lot about our LSC leaders. And um, I had so much fun talking with you today and I really appreciate it, Carl. Um, is there um, anything that you would like to add before we sign off? No, thanks for having me. Obviously, uh, you know, I love watching the series with all the people that are you know, obviously great coaches and officials and everything and volunteers. Uh, it's been good to see, you know, all the, the great people that we have in Georgia swimming, uh, you know, not just myself and the ones that have already been interviewed and everything, but, you know, we have a ton to offer. So this is awesome that you guys are doing that. And I appreciate you allowing me to be a part of it. Of course. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah. Thanks. You too. Thanks, Carl. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with us, go to our website at gaswim.org. On the homepage, you will find links to all of our social media accounts and our YouTube channel.